0: Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, A Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Lynn Est, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater in Toronto, Canada. Today is Monday, April the 8th, and we are reading from the Big Book in the chapter, There is a Solution, page 18, the fifth paragraph. That's the man who is making the approach, reading and commenting on that one paragraph only. Today's readers are the 12 Steps, Kelly S, 12 Traditions, Judy F, and readers of the text, Lance L, Martha Z, and Kelly S. The reference numbers for, um, sorry, Sunday, April the 7th is 12753. OA Preamble. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Kelly S. to read the 12 steps.
1: Thank you, Lynn, for your service. Good morning, friends. Kelly S. recovered in Oklahoma, compulsive overeater. Step one, we admit we were powerless over food, were entirely ready to have god remove all these defects of character 7 humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings 8 made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all 9 made direct amends to such people wherever possible except when to do so would injure them or others 10 continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong promptly admitted it 11 sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to the compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. And I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Kelly S. And Judy S., We'll read the 12 traditions.
2: Good morning. I'm Judy F., a compulsive overeater in North Carolina. The 12 traditions. Our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants, they do not govern. finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. 7. Every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. 8. Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you, and I pass. Thank
0: you, Judy F. How our meeting works. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Today we resume our study of the big book, where in the chapter, There is a Solution, page 18, the fifth paragraph, but the man who is making the approach, and reading and commenting on that one paragraph only. And Lance L., could you start for us, please? Good
3: morning. My name is Lance L., and I'm a... Recovered Compulsive Overeater from California, that the man who is making the approach has had the same difficulty, that he obviously knows what he is talking about, that his whole deportment shouts at the new prospect, that he is a man with a real answer, that he has no attitude of holier than thou, nothing whatever except a sincere desire to be helpful that there are no fees to pay, no axes to grind, no people to please, no lectures to be endured. <clears throat> These are the conditions we have found most effective. After such an approach, many take up their beds and walk again. Thank you. And, and, and again, I say my name is uh, Lance L. and I'm from California. I am recovered today because there is a solution. Um, and, uh, you know, what are we talking about here? Uh, making the approach. Um, we're talking about one alcoholic reaching another suffering alcoholic. And uh, this, is, this is what was uh, outlined for us in the very beginning. And uh, we, we, we talk about an altruistic movement, an altruistic solution. Um, this is how this program was brought to me. Uh, any other program that I've ever done to try to solve my eating problems, um, I went out to get it or buy it or sign up to the membership for it. And, and, and I tell you what, like, this program is given exclusively to everybody who wants it. And, and the whole program is, is given. There's no upgrade You can't pay an extra $20 or $100 and get the premium value. Um, The whole program is given to you right here in this book. It's available to everyone to reach this solution that we have. And uh, I needed this solution. I absolutely needed this solution, and I searched for it ever since I was five years old. Um, I never wanted to be helpful All I wanted to do was help myself and and I helped myself to everything and anything that had to do with food and making myself feel better or different and uh, I always thought that I had to be something special to help someone, especially brand new in recovery Uh, and uh, this tells me different. I just have to be armed with the facts about myself and I can reach another alcoholic. It's amazing what happens between one recovered alcoholic and a suffering alcoholic when we just sit and share and we talk like we do on this line. It's, it's very beautiful what happens in between us. You know, nothing that I could plan, nothing that I could do, nothing that, that I could um, predict is going to happen will actually happen. Uh, I just kind of go with it. I believe in a power greater than myself, and I believe that that power greater than myself can restore me to sanity. And uh, as outlined in this book so far, we talk about the illness as being physical and mental. And uh, the physical part gets taken care of once I put the food down. But in the next paragraph, and I'll wait until tomorrow to start talking about it, but in the next paragraph, we see what the start is. So uh, I'll leave the the line open to uh, other recovered and not recovered alcoholics, and I I absolutely thank you for opening up the lines and uh, let me be of service. I pass. Thank
0: you, Lance L., the line is now open for sharing on what we just read. I'd like to encourage those who haven't shared in the last day or two to take this opportunity. Please say your name just once, as it helps me hear everyone. Who would like to share?
4: This is Raquel. For N A K. Jason K. Madam. Jody E. King. Anyone else? Okay. Sandy Madam. W.
0: Okay, let's stop there, and I'll tell you who I heard. I heard Raquel E., I think it was Annie K., Charles H., Matt M., Jody E. Q., and Sandy W. Let's start with that lineup. Raquel, could you start us off, please, followed by Annie K.?
5: Yes. Am I unmuted? Can I hear me? Yes, you are. We can hear you. Thank you. And I haven't been on for four days, which were very meaningful and program-packed and unbelievable. So uh, who is the moderator, please? Who is who is the moderator? So I can say hello to Linda. you. Lynn. Lynn. I just didn't catch it. Lynn, thank you for your service and all my family there. You're so uh, not just inspirational, inspirational. You keep me alive. So on this part that the man is who making the approach has has the same difficulty that he obviously knows what he's talking about and then then that his not attitude of no holier than thou and boy am I experiencing it now because God gave me um, uh, now a test and an experience which is like like exactly tailored to what I needed somebody from program is staying with me now a young girl, I keep on saying all the time about how, you know, um, that it was easier for me when I was younger and there were four kids on my back and it was swim or sink. So he sent me now a teenager to be with me, that uh, a girl who needs the help, she's one of our fellows, but uh, needed to go away for a few days to, uh, to detox and I went with her and it turned out very beautiful. But the fact that I have another person who needs me now, you know, it's just pretty incredible. She's helpful in many ways, but I'm dealing again with I'm going to do what I want and I don't do what I want. She's been in program for a while and had the operation twice. Twice the bariatric operation and busted it with eating too much. So she's, it's life or death. and And for me, how disarming it was for her when I told her what crazy things I did today. In the marketplace, I thought that my my bag disappeared, and then it turned out that I already gave it to a cab driver. And I said, "I'm getting one more thing," and then he drove off. And the whole adventure just was because my memory in what it was, and I can sit and tell her that we are in God's special Olympics, and that one goes back when he's by the finish line to pick up his friend who is a few yards behind him and fell, and together they cross the finish line that is about the biggest thing and I, and we're in together in this and then she helps me find my glasses and my medicine and asks me if I did this or did that it's just incredible this program you know all they wanted to know in that that center for raw food and the organic and everything how are we related we're related because we're in the family of man that's what it is and and it's, it's just beautiful the way it is described here no access to grind, no people to please, no lectures to be Being Yes, thank you so much. And and everybody have a wonderful recovery, and I pass. I- thank
0: you, Raquel E. Annie K., it's your turn, followed by
6: Charles H. Good morning. This is Franny K., F is in
0: Frank. Uh, thank you.
6: <laughs> Good morning, and thank you all for your service. Uh, feel so grateful this morning, driving to work, I just was looking at, uh, I'm in Virginia, so the, uh, we're in the middle of spring, and I've just overcome with that um, um, connection to something so much greater than myself. And as far as this paragraph, my sponsor, I got a new sponsor after last, uh, about nine or ten days ago, I think. And I found her on vision and she asked me to read, there is a solution. And uh, it was like, I read it for the first time. I've read it since the turn of the century. And um, I read it as if I read it for the first time in that particular uh, paragraph, as far as taking up uh, my stuff, I don't have it in front of me and walking again, is just amazing, amazing. And I think I texted somebody yesterday and said I can't believe how following this program brings such a freedom, and my my entire insides are so much lighter. It has nothing to do with the physical. I mean, the physical uh, abstinence is what keeps me uh, committed and doing the act, doing the action to stay physically abstinent. But the connection, the um the, the, the spring in my step is truly, truly just a gift of this program, and it is amazing, miraculous, and I am just full of gratitude today. And um, I want to remember this feeling uh, when that anxiety overcomes me like a, a, a bloody, not bloody, but dark, dark uh, prison. And um, that's all I have to say. Blessings to each of you. Thank you. I pass.
4: Thank you, Franny K. Charles H. It's your turn, followed by Matt M.
7: Thank you, Lynn. Not trying to do your job, but that was Jason K. That that um said that he wanted to share. So I just wanted to help you out a little bit. Uh this is Charles H. A recovery compulsive over here. There's a lot of spiritual food in here. Um, well, I want to drill down where it says um that there are no fees to pay, no access to grind, no people to please, no lectures to endure. These are the conditions. Now, you know addicts don't like conditions, right? Um, After such an approach, many have taken up their beds, and we know that came from the Bible. We know that. Ain't no denying that. If you pissed off about it, I am so sorry you are. Maybe you can go back in history, go back to 1935, and change it. But that's just what it is, right? And um, his whole department shouts, you know, when I stopped trying to do a special edition in three minutes, man, you know, it opened up the floodgates because we got to hear other people. And um, it's so great that, you know, Vision has adopted, just like the Big Book made different editions to 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 reach the masses. You know, we got people coming in here that's different, right? And, and um, you know, I think sometimes, you know, I, I, let me talk for me. I used to be overzealous. Hey, I want to, you know, but... Sometimes that approach don't work. You know, what is it saying here? No lectures to be endured. These are the conditions we have found most effective. Now, most people have their own twist, you know, on a big book. Most people, you know, do what they do. But the more time I spend in in this program, the more humbler I get. Of course, I could share on every paragraph, share every 48 hours, share on the 8 o'clock, and then switch and share on the 10 o'clock. But I want to hear more people because this is – this is, this is what it is. I want to hear more people because more, the more people that identify and, 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 and drill down on it, the more, the more objective I get, the more, the, more, um, the more comments I get. I'm like, oh, snap, I ain't even see it like that. That's why it's so awesome that vision adopts to the masses. And you got 400 people on the line every single day, and you got 10% sharing most of the time. That ain't a good look. So, with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Charles H. Madam, it's your turn, followed by Jody E. Q.
8: Thank you. Good morning, Linus. Thank you for your service. Good morning, everyone. This is Madam, a compulsive over eater from New Jersey. Um, my sponsor is working with me through the Big Book, and he's taught me that if somebody wants to do some Big Book study, you could do that with them. And I'm working with the gentleman right now from California, and you know, Uh, I'm sharing the notes and all the stuff I've learned from my previous sponsors and with this gentleman, but I have to tell him the truth. You know, I'm just another Bozo on the bus. I'm not better. I'm not holier than thou. I'm not better or worse than him or anybody else, you know. I just have the exact sincere desire to be helpful to him because he is struggling and he needs support of people who are recovered in in this program. And uh, I've given him the number for vision. I've given him some numbers from people from vision. He's not a visionary. And, um, I have to pass it along because Charles said I have to be willing to listen to others as well and I'm doing that I call other compulsive overeaters like myself who can tell me the message and help me spread what the true message is that it's programmed that it can work if you're willing to do the work you know it's not for people who want it it's not for people who need it it's for people who are willing to do the work and I finally am and I'm very grateful for that I can't tell you what changed but I'm just grateful to say that it's working finally in my life because I'm finally willing to put my ego aside and to listen I'm so grateful and I'm here today. And thank you for everyone for being on the line. And with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Matt M. Jody EQ. It's your turn, followed by
9: Sandy W. Thank you, Lynn. Good morning. <clears throat> Good morning, everybody. This is Jody EQ in California, recovered with the cold. So these conditions are kind of like promises in a way. If I'm really working the program and recovered, then presumably I'm going to meet all of these conditions. I'm going to be someone who obviously knows what he is talking about. My whole deportment shouts that I am a man with a real answer. I have no attitude of holier than thou. Nothing whatever except the sincere desire to be helpful do I meet all those conditions today? I'm asking myself that question. I'm not sure I do, (laughs) I'm afraid to say. And I'm not sure why, because I am abstinent, I am helping others. But today I don't feel like I meet all those conditions. So that's, um, the book gives me these promises that I have to compare myself to. Uh, various promises throughout the book: the 10th step promises, the 11th step promises, the 9th step and 10th step promises, whatever you want to call them. And these are like promises. And um, today, I'm not so sure that I need them. So I have to ask my higher power, what, why not? And um, try to get closer to him. I feel like that—that that is the missing piece that I'm. Somehow not quite connecting with my higher power adequately lately. So I find that I go in and out of that, you know, even maintaining abstinence and working with others, I can still not always be so um, such a beautiful uh, attraction to the program. And I have to really work at staying close to my higher power. For that to be the case, and that's my truth today. Thanks for letting me share
1: that I pass.
9: Thank
0: you, Jody E.Q and Sandy W. It's your turn.
10: Thanks so much, Lynn. Thanks for your service. Um, This is um, Sandy W. So gratefully recovered in Connecticut, and I just love this chapter of the big book and this paragraph, which is such a beautiful reminder of why this program works the way that it does. Um, You know, I came into the rooms because I was told through an outpatient treatment program that I needed additional support in OA was one to get it. And I, never, I certainly never came in with expectations of what, of, of what I actually found here For in, um, in treatment. It felt like the best I could hope for was to develop skills to use when the cravings got bad. You know, when I wanted to go back to the food for my sense of ease and comfort. You know, I'd never heard before this OA meeting that there were people based in whom the problem had been solved, that there was, just as this, the title of this paragraph says, that there was a solution. And that the solution promised me neutrality around the foods, foods that had truly become my god. You know, when I think of it, they were foods that called to me when they were in my pantry or my refrigerator, foods that when I was... Um, that even when they weren't in my house, I would travel any distance in any weather condition at any time of the day or night to get if the cravings got too bad. You know, but what I heard here from those and who the problem had been solved was exactly that, that life no longer had to be dominated by what I'd eaten or not eaten or by what the number on the scale was or what size of jeans I was wearing at that, that day. You know, that there truly is a solution and it can be found in these concrete um, directions in this book. And, um, and that there were those in whom the problem had already been solved, who were not just willing but eager to guide me through it. You know, people who had the same difficulty with me and food, with, and food in the past. Um, people who I came to believe obviously knew what they were talking about because their words were my story too you know, people who guided me to, to recover um, with only the sincere desire to be helpful, just as this paragraph talks about, you know, and now I get to do the same, you know, um, I get to um, just as these, I, you know, I get to basically use these directions, you know, and, um, um, and work one-on-one with another, and truly then, it, it's so beautiful to get to witness that we all get to then walk again, and um, with that, I'll pass. Thanks so much for letting me share.
0: Thank you, Sandy W. And for those of us who may have come on the line a little bit later, we are on page 18 and there is a solution. Reading the last paragraph that the man who is making the approach and commenting on that one paragraph. And again, I'd like to encourage those who haven't shared in the last day or two to take this opportunity. Please say your name just once as it helps me hear everybody. And Jason K., I have you. Is there anybody else you'd like to share this morning?
11: Katie G. from Boston.
0: Vasa O.
4: Elena C. South Carolina. I have Jason K., Katie G.,
0: Vasa O., Alana C., anyone else? Connie P. Was that Connie? Connie P.? Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. From
4: Atlanta. Okay, let's go with that lineup then. Jason K.,
0: Katie G., Vasa O., Alana C., and Connie P. Jason, could you start for us, please?
12: Yes, good morning. Thank you. I'm glad to thank you, Charles, for uh, putting the bug in your ear, and thanks for calling on me. Um, Jason Kay, recovered compulsive eater uh, from outside of Philadelphia, recovered bulimic as well. And um, for me, this idea of identification is so paramount because um, if you're like me, you've been approached by people who um, don't have the disease of compulsive eating, and they'll say things to me about how to deal with my food issues like, you need to eat like this, or they'll say something like, it's all about portion control, and I'll look at them as if they're, you know, just it doesn't relate, or if I'm talking to my dad and I'm saying, you know, and I remember talking to him just saying, I'm struggling with the food, and he says, well, you know, just get this little thing from the grocery store, and... You know, just try eating that. It's super filling, and you he said, I guarantee you you won't be able to get through that. Uh, And for me, looking at these people, they're not like me. Uh, So the first uh, couple steps are all about identifying in, and the book book talks about qualifying the real um, alcoholic or the real compulsive eater, and what that means to me and how I understand that is that we are uh, in this hopeless, hopeless condition of chronically um, compulsively overeating, not being able to control our food, um, our willpower is strangely damaged by this this disease, this mental twist that we um, commit to ourselves um, that we're not going to eat compulsively, um, yet we don't have the power to pull that off and we uh, end up in these states of pitiful and incomprehensible demoralization, but something happens when we um, get to see somebody and talk to somebody who knows us, who understands us, who, with sharing some of their own background, we can say, this person, this person knows me, they've known the same struggles. They, maybe they've eaten out of the trash can like I have. Maybe they've promised themselves they're not going to do it, and they turn around and they do it again, and they can share their stories, and I see, I see and understand, wow, this person understands me, they understand how I um, used to eat, they understand how I um, obsess about food, and um, we see that the problem has been solved, and this, met- this this concept, this idea that they've taken up their beds and walked, again, is a reference to a miracle, because this is a program uh, of miracles, where we... Uh, And I felt this personally, like I couldn't go on. I couldn't stop eating compulsively. I was suicidal. I didn't want to live because I felt such shame and hatred um, because almost on a daily basis, sometimes multiple times a day, I'm telling myself I'm going to stop eating compulsively. And I think it's a matter of willpower. And I think I'm going to finally get this thing. Uh, And instead, I'm I'm seemingly irrevocably drawn to
0: Time, um, you know
12: the the Seven Eleven. So with that, I'll I'll, I'll pass. Thank you um, for the opportunity to share.
0: Thank you, Jason K. KDG. It's your turn, followed by Vasa O.
12: Good
11: morning, Lynn. Thanks for your service. KDG recovered in Boston, and I don't like to engage in crosstalk, but I will say, thank you, God, for vision for you um, and God working through this meeting because. Um, my biggest problem is the reemergence of my ego. And when I first started on this meeting, <clears throat> at the beginning of the meeting, like years ago, you know, it was the KDG show. And um, if there are 400 attendees at this meeting, and 15 people share, that means 0.037 percent of people are speaking. So thank you, God, for um, the variety. And I will tell you, and you know my voice, and so you know that KDG you know can get into that holier than thou place and thank you god that um the traditions and the steps and and my desire to continue to grow and change and carry a message so that everyone is heard and everyone is represented because I'm not coming from a place of fear. I'm not here to prove to you that I'm recovered today because I have 15 sponsees. I'm not here to prove to you today that they're my sponsees. I'm here to carry a message. And what is the message? Having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these 12 steps, I tried to carry this message. And you know what I try? and I fail, and I fall on my face, and I continue to show up one day at a time. But I learn, like, how is my ego re You know, a couple months ago, we were sharing on Bill's story. We were talking about his ego. And I found my ego flaring up because I needed to share on Bill's story because I had the message. And was such a blessing today is that I know, like, I don't know. I don't know everything. And thank you, God, for this humility. And what, what I have found is, I don't do well when people call me and they tell me, you should, you should, you should. What the language of the heart means for me today is, Katie D., I used to live my life based on being the thinnest girl in the room, and I was following this program, and I was exercising my brains out, and I was doing the best I could, and I was dying. I was dying in, the, in, in that, and, and saying to her, how did you change? And, you know, she said to continue to go through the step work and to continue to live life and to yield to life. She said life circumstances made me, along with the 12 steps, yield to this solution, which is, you know, I'll wrap up with this, that the solution is not through attainment, the Solution is, God, carve away everything that isn't me. And as a recovered woman today, that means, God, I have more things that need to be uncovered. And the magic me too that starts off with, yes, I used to do that too, transforms into here's what what I've done, and I'm happy, joyous, and free, Katie G. So if you're alone, if you're eating, if you're puking, if you're dieting, there is a solution for you here today, and we are delighted to help you. But if we don't speak your message, that's okay, too. There are so many teachers. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Katie
4: G. Vasa O, it's your turn, followed by Alana C. Vasa, press star one, please.
13: Sorry, I thought I was unmuted. Thank you Lynn for your service and I'm Vasa grateful grateful recovered compulsive overeira calling from Florida and I'm just so grateful that I heard the message from another compulsive Era that had recovered by working uh, the the 12 steps and being in the big book and uh, I needed to so desperately to hear the message before I could give it away and I was ready and I was willing to surrender to a, to a, to find a power greater than myself because I was doomed. I was just going to die with this disease. It was just going to kill me. And it was very simple for me. She just said, follow the directions the way they're laid out in the big book and the 12 steps. I was so relieved to find out what for the first time in my life, there was a solution, and I tried to find a solution my whole life for 25 years, dieting, going to different places. Ah, It just did not work. And there, I, there are no fees to pay, no access to crime, no people to please, no lectures like to be endured there. And there are the, these are the conditions we have found most effective. effective. And, you know, I hadn't even lost a pound yet, you know, and I felt so much lighter already to let go of the control of the food and just to surrender and just to say, higher power, God, whoever you are there, I cannot do this any longer by myself. Please help me. And I love the last part. It says, after such an approach, many take up their beds and walk again, it was like a new walk for me, doing, you know, walking, doing the walk in the big book, the way it's laid out, and, and throwing myself on the 12 steps. And it's just amazing. This is the only thing work has worked for me. So if you're a newcomer, they told me, just come six times, try different six different meetings. You know, if you don't like it for you, for, if you don't like it, if you don't think it's for you, we will return your, your miseries back. Thank you for letting me share and I pass.
0: Thank you, Vasa. Oh, Alana C., it's your turn, followed by Connie P.
14: It's Elena C., not Alana. I live Thank in South Carolina and um, I have been a member of this program since August of last year and I can say I am a recovered compulsive overeater and it is this book and you guys listening to you and my sponsor and my community there that have very much contributed to my recovery. And I'm very grateful for that. And I want to, this paragraph has reminded me of, um, you know, the man who is recovered, like I'm Recovered me and my non-recovered me, and you know my non-recovered me would have just gone exactly to her head and would give you an intellectual explanation with a solution. With and usually I would I was just kind of the solution would have been. <coughs> Hello.
4: <coughs>
14: Hello.
0: Hi, we can hear you, please go ahead.
14: yeah, it was a loud noise. I don't know what's happening, but so anyway, so I would have gotten to my head and just giving you from my intellectual perspective what i what what addiction is, what my problem was, and let alone follow what I was preaching and you know because I'm here and I'm recovered, the recovery me is. Is very much in touch with my spirit, that I'm, you know, my higher power, whom I, I have different names for. Uh, among others, God, spirit, divinity, you know, highest good, and um, and I can I am I totally can sense I'm in touch. Is is something when I speak to others and to myself, for that matter, is not is not coming from my head. It's coming from a place of peace and calm and confidence and these are all you know qualities that I wanted to have um, all my life and without this program and I was not able to to get reach them I I knew what they were like in my head but I did not I did not have an experience of it and and you know and I am just amazed to also when I kind of speak from displaced and speak to others um, who are not yet in recovery or speak to myself, how, um, you know, how the answers are coming and, um, and I have a real answer. And then I have an experience of like doing something for my fellows without expecting nothing in return. and. That is just a great place to be in, a great place to be in. And I'm very grateful for you, for my sponsor, and for all those who have been guiding me. And as long as I stay open for guidance from the universe and let go of everything that I think I know about others and myself and just keep my mind open and be willing, I'm just in great shape. And with that, I'll
4: pass. Thank you, Elena He and Connie P. It's your turn.
15: Hi, this is Connie P. from Atlanta, a recovered
4: compulsive overeater. Please go ahead.
15: Hi, Lynn. Thank you for your service. Um, This is the first time I'm uh, having the courage to speak and It is uh, wonderful that that the overview here is humility. Um, I have uh, prayed for years and years and years to be given the gift of humility because um, it was <clears throat> gratitude and humility were the two things that I couldn't uh, BS about. Um, those are just two things that you know when people are, uh, don't have them. (laughs) And, um, uh, you know, I looked up the word deportment because I I have a lovely uh, grand sponsor that talked to me about um, looking at the history of the words. And um, I had such an obstinate behavior that if you put me in any kind of confines um, of how to behave, I was, um, you know, I was like a bird caught in a room, bludgeoning itself. And um, <clears throat> I just remember in uh, fall of 1989, I began Overeaters Anonymous. And um, wow, it took me two or three years to be able to put four hours in between each meal and only have three meals a day. And um, I just felt like such a slow learner. And um, vision um, has freed me from from any of these paradigms that I felt I had to have in um, Overeaters Anonymous. Uh, Vision has has given me abstinence for over two years, and uh, by the grace of God, um, some of the gifts... um, I don't feel I have access to grind any longer. I don't have to, um, to have someone hear me out. I just have to be present. And if I can be present by the grace of God and the, um, the gratitude and the humility, that to me is such a better way. I used to lead with my chin and couldn't figure out why people wanted to knock it off. But today I lead with my heart and endure and bring people in and just kind of sit with them and um enjoy them. Um this is a gift and it's not one to raise a flag to the last sentence I felt um gave me a vision of Lazarus <laughs> picking up the bed and walking. Uh picking up the bed and walking and um And thank you, Lord. I have taken up my bed and been able to walk again, and I want to walk with all of you. Thank you, Vision, and thank you, God. I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Connie P. The line's open again,
4: and if you'd like to share on what was just read, we have room for three more people. Would anyone like to share? Matthew F. A.
0: Okay, I heard Matthew F. and somebody B. I think. And if we're you don't not sure where we are, we are on page eighteen, the last paragraph that the man who is making the approach. So I have Matthew F. and somebody B.
16: Denise
0: H. And Denise H. Judy K. Judy Judy K. K. Okay, that's great. So our lineup is Matthew S., Denise H., and Judy K. Matthew S., could you start us off, please?
17: Good morning, everyone. My name is Matthew S. I am a recovering compulsive overeater from northern New Mexico, and what struck me about this reading was the diversity and inclusivity of everyone on this line. I feel completely welcome at at all times, and I know without a doubt that no matter who I'm talking to or who I'm listening to, whether it be a elderly woman who grew up in the Ukraine and was reflecting on her childhood, and without a doubt, while she's sharing, I will say to myself, or even say out loud, Oh my God, I've done that. I've done what she did. Or it could be an elderly man retired in Florida, and I would say, Oh my God, I've done that a thousand times with my food. Or it could be someone more around my age, uh, no matter who they are. It just always makes me feel welcome and comforted and supported uh in the program, knowing that I can get through the day with Uh, my higher power and the steps and uh, everyone who's shared so freely. So I just wanted to say thank you, and with that, I will pass.
4: Thank you, Matthew S. And Denise H., it's your turn, followed by Judy K. Denise H., please press star one. Okay, Okay. can you hear me
16: now?
0: Yes, thank you.
16: Okay. Um, For those who like to dig deep into the references in this book, this reference is to the story in the Bible where Jesus Christ tells the guy that's been laying around the pool waiting to get healed for 38 years, it says, you know, um, so... I'm thinking about all the people that have been, you know, compulsive overeaters for 38 years and basically um, the Lord just says, get up, pick up your mat and walk. And I just think that's just powerful to see that reference because it tells me that, you know, there is action to be taken for those of us who are addicted and it's Partly, yes, you know, God does heal us, but we have to take some action towards moving towards God and asking God for the help. And I really believe that, you know, part of this uh wonderful uh resource that we have here with the AA Big Book is that it it references so many historical things and it gives it a solid uh, validity in doing so and i think for me personally um, i know that um, unless i work and you know do the work in this program even when i start feeling pretty sassy and pretty well on my way to recovery um I still have to take action and with that I'll pass
0: thank you Denise H and Judy K it's your
18: turn hi this is Judy K in North Carolina i um, a grateful compulsive overeater um, and I I'm truly grateful today uh, okay we've got this meeting we've got a lot of people listening and i'll make it as brief as i can this um paragraph that we read today comes right after a paragraph that says in italics no less but the the ex-problem drinker who has found this solution who is properly armed with facts about himself can generally win the entire confidence of another alcoholic in a few hours And I'm grateful today that the person who won my confidence after years and years in these rooms, confidence enough to put down the food, um, has given me now the confidence to um, rely on God for the abstinence that gets me me (laughs) through life. Because food was never the problem Life was the problem and food is what I was using to deal with my problems. And I had sent her um, something about gratitude yesterday and she, she texted me back, oh, what a miracle. I'm so happy you are seeing and experiencing truth today. You are able to experience it because you put the food down completely. Never forget that that is why all of this started. As long as there was food there, you were bowing down before that God and not able to connect to your true power. So happy for you, thank God. Um, So the altruism of people in this program, the people that you meet, the people on this line, um, that's what keeps us all going. And today I thank God for all of it. And with that I pass.
0: Thank you, Judy K. And there was somebody at last initial B. I didn't quite catch their name. Are you
4: still wanting to share?
19: Was it Lane C?
16: I'll take you. That's great.
19: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you so much for your service today. This is... uh, Lane C, uh, gracefully recovering, compulsive overeater in upstate New York, and um, I am just from.
4: Oh, Lane, we've lost you. Please press star one again. Hello, this is Lane C. Can you hear
19: me now?
0: Yes. Thank you.
19: Okay, great. Thank you. Um, so this, uh, I'm reminded in this uh, paragraph about um, not only the ways that we are approached um, by, you know, folks who, who have no access to grind, folks who, where um, there are no people uh, to please, but I'm also reminded of the ways that I came into this program um, with my own sort of access to grind and also my own people-pleasing going on. I mean, so much of what was blocking me from my higher power so much of what has gotten in the way of, um, of being recovered and really being helpful to others are, are the people that, you know, are using this program to people-please, to people-please to my sponsor, to people-please to the people that I was uh, sponsoring. And, and when, that's, when that's in play, that's, um, that is my ego. That is my ego coming into play and, and getting in the way of my being helpful to others. And so um, and it, it comes from this place of fear, which I am, I am learning about, and fear around not having my needs met, fear around not getting what I feel like I need in this program. Um, and I am so grateful to be working today um, with a sponsor who, you know, when, when things like that come up, who, who invites me to go to my higher power, not to go to her, not to go to another person, but to go to my higher power and to get honest with my higher power because it's through uh, a power greater than ourselves, through something more important than us, however you define that, that we're actually going to get to a place of picking up our beds and walking again. And I am so grateful for everybody who has shared on this line today, so grateful for all the wisdom and the experience that you all share, and also so grateful for You know, a power greater than ourselves, something more important than us that can help us pick up our beds and walk again. Thank you so much for your service
4: today.
0: Thank you, Lane C. And thank you to everyone who shared and to Team Monday. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The share ID for today, Monday, April 8th, the 7 a.m. meeting is 127. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Will Martha Z please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only.
20: Thank you, Lynn. Good morning, my friends in recovery. This is Martha Z. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater by the grace of God from outside of Philadelphia. Our book is meant to be suggestive only.